0: Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of Wag the Dog. Uh, Glad to have you on board again. Uh, This week, in this episode, I'll be discussing continuous learning in public relations. How, in our profession, we can get into that continuous learning program, honing our skills, learning new ones on a regular basis, because... Let's face it, that's what we need in our profession, like in many other professions. And to do that, I've uh, invited Stephen Weddington. Stephen is the Chief Engagement Officer at Ketchum in the UK. He's also a Visiting Professor uh, at the University of Newcastle. He was, last year in 2014, uh, the President of the CIPR, and, um, well, you know, he's been Branded like um, top five most influential people working in social media in the UK, uh, top 10 PR blogger in uh, the country. So very influential person. And I love this blog post entitled 30 days to learn 30 new digital and social media skills. And um, what Stephen did was exactly that. So he took 30 days and every single day he uh, he had a single technique, which is now called, and a uh, big hype on Twitter, called Hashtag PR Bullets. And uh, it's his 30-day project that we're going to discuss in this interview. So I will hope you enjoy this one. Uh, again, show notes at the end on www.wagthedog.fm. Here we go. Hi, Stephen, and welcome to uh, Wag the Dog. How are you?
1: Uh, I'm good, Philippe. Thank you for inviting me to uh, to talk to you today. Uh I'm up in the northeast of England at home in Northumberland so um working from home
0: and it's raining.
1: Uh it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. it Same is. thing that, here. That's Same such a here. European, it's such a worldwide stereotype that yeah, well. it's raining in England. It isn't at all. But today it is. <laughs> no,
0: that's yeah. true. I mean, most of the time when I was in the UK on holiday even, uh, I had sunny weather. So it's true. It's not always uh, this kind of thing yeah. Okay, Stephen, we wanted I wanted to talk to you about um in fact, a concept that you uh, you publish on a regular basis, and that's your your thirty day project, your yeah. famous hashtag PR bullets, and it's all about continuous learning. So, can you maybe just tell us where did that idea come from? Where did the need come from to to you know to do this? Uh, so, so
1: very simply, during the summer, I got in a bit of a rut creativity, uh, creatively. Um, so, I, I'm. I like to think of myself as a maker and a, a, a doer, uh, and I just hit a bit of a brick wall. And I came across a TED talk that Matt Cutts had done. He's a creative at Google uh, in the search team, um, and he put forward this thesis that thirty days is uh, the length of time that it needs to you need to to establish a basic competency in any area of, of practice so I was kind of inspired by that um and uh, and so set about after a number of conversations with different people um one of the things I do is teach at the University of, of Newcastle. Um, I, I, after a number of conversations, I started drawing or decided that I would draw uh, and try to make sense of different parts of management theory as that's applied in practice. Um, and if you like, take complexity and simplify simplify it down, Um, and so produced um, every day, started producing every day, just a little chart. Um, Because simplicity was um, what I wanted to achieve, I originally started doing it in a notebook, then I thought, oh, uh, Post-it format will be, a the Post-it note as a medium Mm -hmm. would be a good way to do it. So, So I did that, and then I created a Tumblr and posted them every day on Tumblr. Uh, and then started sharing them and created a bigger conversation around each individual one um you know, and, and, and the project took off from there
0: and so what you do is every single day for 30 days in a row in in your case it's drawing right on a post yeah. a concept an idea you have an insight around around what public relations social media i mean the business that you're in or
1: yeah so so um, so, so yeah that 's very simply that that 's it. I blogged about it uh, blogged about the project uh, recently because I got on so so much out of it and one of the things you, that happens bit of magic that happens when you do something like this, um, so cr- create, a, create an idea and publish it and share it with a network is other people find it and start to interrogate it, ask questions about it, um, uh, and really sort of help develop your thinking through that. And I found that reflective process really, really helpful. I often say that blogging for me, and I've blogged for, 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 you know, Five just- <laughs> eight years, yeah, yeah, long, long, long time. Blog, blog yeah, I do. Uh, blogging for me is thinking out loud. It's a way of of of, of getting my thoughts down on paper, uh, and, and making sense of them. And inevitably, when you do that, um, people find what you've written. Um, you start to build relationships and and and, and have conversations, and yeah. those conversations always take you to a better place. Always, always, always.
0: I've, I'm just going through your list, 30 days to kickstart, 30 new skills. And then mm. you're ready to get started, 30 skills that you might want to consider. Shoot and post theme photos, research and write series of blog posts, contribute to Wikipedia. So it's really very action-focused, right? It's not just, oh, oh, I'll do my little post and it's done. Yes. Well, there's, so there's two things here. Um, I,
1: we're lousy in, in public relations, continuous professional developing. To development you know we make excuses we don't have time um because there's no absolute need um for formal training um uh, you know i i tend to find that people make ex- excuses and, and it falls by the wayside unless you're particularly disciplined about it um and yet we're operating in a world where the media is changing um uh, so, so fast. Um, our professional practice is changing so, so fast. And there's so many things to, to, to discover. And whether you're analytical or you're creative. You know, there's the, the tools to discover and makes help you make sense of, of publics and conversations. If you're creative, there's me, new mediums emerging every single day um, to to explore. Um, and you know, a 30 day project is a really, really, really good disciplined yeah. way of doing that.
0: Yeah. Now, one of the things is, uh, and what you mentioned here is the maybe the lack of of uh, continuous training in in our profession. Uh, mm. I've heard the same excuses when I was in agency, but also in house. You know, first of all, we don't have time. Um, mm. You know, it costs money. Uh, where, how is it going to be built? <laughs> mm. uh, where does this come from? I remember when I started out in agency, and I was really ages ago in in ninety four. Um, I do remember that we had uh, fifty hours or fifty sixty hours training a year, mm. uh, compulsory, like in the way you have to do these uh but then of course later on it was always up to me myself and i to say to my bosses when i worked in-house like hey i you know i need to be trained as well no no you're just the pr guy no no i, yeah. need, I need training as well yeah. i've got a profession <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and that is an issue right
1: well so so uh two two comments on that i was uh president last year of the british um Institute of Public Relations, so the Chartered Institute of, of Public Relations, and in the UK, uh, we estimate that we have sixty thousand practitioners in communications or public relations in that related space. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked really worked really hard um, to 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 try and reinforce the tenets of professionalism. One of those, I believe, as you've just said, Philippe, is continuous professional development. Um, and the CIPR has a, a very good and excellent CPD scheme, um, where there are a number of preset um, tasks depending on your level and your your skill area and the competences competences you want to achieve, um, and a very good system for measuring um, progress. Uh, and you know, we we ended last year with um, 1500 people out of a potential public market of of sixty thousand people mm-hmm. who who you know achieve the 60 points that that um the cipr scrubs to the to to the program and you know that is a disappointment you know yeah. We, yeah. you you look around other professional disciplines where CPD is mandatory. Um, and and areas where it's an absolute requirement, such as medicine or law or accountancy. uh, And it will be inconceivable that, um, rates of professional development will be so, so low. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I happen to, so I work for, for Ketchum an international agency where, um, it is mandatory. We have an internal, um, our own university scheme aligned to, to the skills that, um, individuals within the organization need to need, need to have. Oh, yeah. So, you know, my organization does take this seriously, uh, has its own scheme and, and system, but you know, it's, it's an exception rather than a yeah. rule. And that's, that's a shame.
0: You know, it's one of these things because you were talking about UK CIPR. Uh, I I know a lot of people who follow these courses, professional so so we're talking consultants but also people in-house I mean any public relations professional and all of them that I know uh maybe five or six who follow them are very enthusiastic about them say you know this is the thing that is really mm. keeping me on the edge and and I got rec- yeah, of course there's recognition next to that and there's professionalism and uh but that's the UK I I have to look now and search and I'm thinking do I know of of, of such a scheme in Belgium no Right. Uh, is there one in France? I wouldn't know, but I haven't haven't heard from it. Uh, in the Netherlands, I know there are a couple of institutions that are pretty serious about communications and, mm. and 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 but but again, it's not something like that you would see in other countries even, and and that is also a niche on itself because we we tend to have more and more international communication plans, different languages, mm. different approaches, and, and and new skills, of course. Yeah.
1: Well, so, so Philippe, this this comes back to another theme that. I, I've had um, as president of the CIPR and now as past president, um, uh, and that's around uh, competency frameworks. You know, we're, yeah. we're, we're a management profession, but we don't have a formal competency framework that defines what a good professional looks like. Um, and and it's all, I, I, the situation is exactly as you described, from market to market, we have very different... Uh, descriptions of what good luck look looks like depending on the motivation of um, the local professional association and some markets are more developed than others and some rec- you know, recognize nuances of the local market where others don't. And there's a project been going on by the global Alliance led by, um, Professor Anne Gregory. Yeah, from, from I did the an UK. interview with
0: Anne around that topic. Yeah, whether right. And, about, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and Jean Villan in, in in Canada, in Toronto, and you know, so, so they've really grasped this issue over the last two years and then tried to tackle it and done it. Created this global knowledge of body of knowledge project, yeah. uh, which they've crowdsourced, uh, open sourced amongst the the you know uh, uh, professional associations in, in each market, and done mm-hmm. a very good job at creating what, you know, it's an increasingly robust framework that's going through now a level of scrutiny with employers and, and governments and, and um, agencies. So that's got to be a good thing, right? Yeah, I think
0: so. Yeah, it was an interesting uh, talk with uh, Anne Gregory around, you know, really defining, you know, what is a good standard approach and what is good practice uh, mm. that will be important to be followed up. Another thing you said that, you know, you you're teaching at university level. I do that as well. Some of our kilo- colleagues are, are, you know, we, we, we do this. We like to give back to, uh, to the, the next generation, so to say. That's mm. how I see it. Um, but <coughs> I think we both are at the same level that we say, like, well, at the same time, we do see that there are so big discrepancies between the real world of PR. What is being, you know, Worked at in universities, and then the lack of a link between research, educational, um, scientific research, and, and the real business is, is that something that you see as well?
1: Yes, yeah, so, so I, I again, this scenario thought a lot about, um, uh, and had various conversations because there is an absolute divide between um, professional practice and and teaching and and academic research um and and so i led a project or i'm leading a project uh with a guy called uh, john white um and jason mckenzie in the uk where we've we've created it's very simple we've created a community a facebook community and invited people to 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 be part of a conversation around why this well exploring why this is Um, and I think we've come up with some, some reasons, um, but then also look for practical ways that, that we can, we can solve that. So the reasons I, it tends to be, I think it's around the, the, the issue of, um, the way that universities are rewarded for, for publishing research. I think that's the fundamental issue. Um, in the, you know, um, as, a, as an academic, you get points for publishing in, in, in journals that um, are read by your colleagues and peers at, at you, the level that you operate at. But that's very siloed. It's not you know you're not encouraged to make that work accessible mm-hmm. to, to to practitioners. And when you do, you aren't recognised for it. So there's a value system there needs need, needs to be addressed. But then you also you know you look at uh, ways that. Um, ways that that this issue is being tackled and i think there's some very good initiatives you know um i'd, I'd look to things like europa and and bled and the way that that these organizations are trying to make their conferences more accessible i'd look at publishing you know, the way that uh, academics are trying to make their content more accessible through through other forms of media such as blogs and and, mm-hmm. and, and such like and then you know there's practical stuff like Practitioners like you and I going the other way and taking the lessons we've learned from practice into to to academia. There is again, it relates to this professional, this uh, public relations as a management discipline issue. There is this sort of um, um, question uh, I, I find so often within practice that you know that w- w- where practitioners scratch their head and look at PR degrees, uh, communication degrees, and they look at the body of knowledge um from from academic research and they don't question how it is relevant to them you know for i would say for 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 the extent often of um academic scrutiny within um practical practice is you know begins and ends with a a swot analysis Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) whereas if you properly you know if you spend the time scrutinizing and um, what's out there, you know, there's some incredible work oh, yeah. being done around the world, um, understanding these new media and new networks, behaviors, management practices, you know, Petka Ruler, for example, yeah, yeah, in in, yeah. In, uh, in the Netherlands has done some amazing work around agile and crisis communication and new management, methods of management. And so, you know, it's out there, but there is this, there, there are these, there is this very, Distinct silo between the the practice and the academics, and that needs bridging.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the things I try to do, I've got a search set up in uh, on one of these uh, meta uh, websites, which collect all all scientific documents, and I've, right. I've a search in there on public relations. So as long as the keyword public relations or communication or crisis, whatever, uh, right. pops so, up, you know, I get I get a I get an email, and I think up till now, uh, because this could very well be uh, Stephen. Number 30, the 30th episode of Like the Dog that we're recording now. Uh, But since then, I think one in three uh, interviewees, or at least one in four, have been found through Science Direct. That's the name of it. Right. And then I find amazing documents, amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. The thing is, I can only read the abstract. Right. If I want to read the full document, I need to pay what, $35 or something? Yeah. So it's, it's crazy because there's really good stuff in there. There are um, mm. the next one that I'm doing, that I'm recording, is about the insights of, of stakeholder relations, but from a scientific point of view right. uh, of one single company. Right, uh, but scientifically, it's it's you know it's really incredible what what amount of information is out there. But again, yeah. you have to really have to look for it, and uh, and otherwise it's it's just lost in uh, imp- yeah
1: yeah. It is. So so I so so again, Goog- you know, Google's created some incredible tools for helping understand and access information around the internet and Google scholar. Yeah. I found similarly, you know, it works on the same basis as Google alerts. You create a Boolean search, um, you know, public relations, social media, or crisis communications, and it serves you an email. Um, but then as you describe, uh, depending where the, the, the content is published, you know, you may be able to access a, an abstract or, or a paper if you're lucky, but otherwise you're going to have to, yeah. you know, pay.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time it's an abstract I'm getting, but at least I mean it, it gives me an idea, a very good idea of the research, and then I just reach out to the people to get an interview. Well,
1: so, yeah, I was going to say that's the second that, that that's that's the way to do it. Often if you if you do just. Uh, contact people direct and say, "I saw this paper. but oh, yeah. I'd be really interested in seeing it." Then more obviously people are more than happy that you're taking an interest in their yeah. work and want to share it.
0: Yeah, which um, is again a contradiction a bit. Yeah. In you know, why 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 stick it behind closed doors and then yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, with that that relates back, I think, to the fact that uh, if 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 as a researcher you don't publish in these places yeah. where you, you you get recognition, then you don't get the recognition. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. One of the things um, that you mentioned as well is, um, you know, sharing information and 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 organizing information from our profession and then bring it to a broader scope. One of the things is PR Stack. Now, I already mm-hmm. did an interview around PR Stack at the beginning, but again, that is that is a great initiative where we look at tools uh, that can help our business. Is that something that you see changing also maybe in agency or with your clients that, so that we, we, we tend to, or do people start to grasp that, it's not only about the tools but first of all there are tools that can help us automate some parts of our work and and optimize it but is that Mm. something that you see moving around or
1: yeah well so um two well two things first of all um in the public relations business we haven't been very good at collaborative working in mm. in the past at least yeah. that's you know it's it, it, collaboration has taken place but it's taking place in the silos of, of the professional institutes and the trade associations um the internet has completely blown that up um mm. and, and provided the means to do that and, and you know the, my experience is we we are doing that so piastat you describe i, I ranted uh, on a blog post and it was a rant back in November last year saying you know I'm, I'm hit up uh, by tool vendors day in day out trying to sell me um features yeah. and, and products rather than thinking about what the job is I, I want to do. I can't make sense of this market. And lots of people came in and said, as it happens when you publish a blog post, yeah, that, I'm finding the same thing. Yeah. Um, so we created this uh, Google document and to start start characterizing tools. And my experience through that is yes, um, public relations practitioners um, are embracing um, tools and and uh, d- d- they're doing it in a number of areas uh they're doing it um doing it really enthusiastically in a number of areas so so um listening um you know to to understand conversations that are taking place in different places around the web planning um to help run more effective uh campaigns and, and move away from you know typical workflow within an agency or a communication team has been the excel spreadsheet well yeah. now there's so many more way, better ways of doing it and they're doing that Hallelujah. creating <laughs> yeah well yeah but it's true you know how many spreadsheets reside in islands around an organization that I'm, yeah. I'm never shared um uh creating content there's so many you know i described pr bullets and sharing that on my own form of media uh at the start of this conversation there's so many w- ways of yeah. creating good and sharing good good content so so there uh and then um um through publishing you know publishing on sites like tumblr and creating your own forms of media and then uh measurement you know those are the sort of key dimensions uh, and it's frankly making us, you know, making us able to enabling us to do a much better job uh, and more effective than 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 we ever have been in, in my view. And that relates back to learning. You've got to be open minded and, and willing to 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 understand what's going on and embrace, you know, and actively embrace these these new tools. So the PR stack community is is done exactly that and and you know, as 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 it's been a great initiative um we've published. I mean if you go to, to go and find out on the web there's fifty now um guides to using different tools to, to do you know the jobs that yeah. that I described.
0: Now we'll put the links in the in the show notes definitely. Good. Okay, Stephen, just to round up, um what would be your when we come back to the first point and, and the topic of discussion here continuous learning. What would be a a single tip that you would give listeners, which are most of them are communications professionals in house or or in agency? What would be the the tip that you can uh, give them?
1: Uh, so the hardest thing is getting started with something. So just just get over yeah. that and, and get started and 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 do it. And there are so many. You know, there are so many different areas now uh, that you can go and explore and learn. And I think it beholds anybody that wants to remain active and and, uh, as a professional to um, take their own professional development seriously. And the 30-day project is just a very, very good way of, of doing that um and so i would really recommend it to to anyone and you know matt cuts his uh, his video where is where i started and i'd recommend to anyone to to go and look at that um and then you know if you're interested i wrote that blog post where i suggested here's 30 things you could do over the next 30 days to establish a basic competency in, in one of these areas
0: Great. All those links will be in the show notes. Stephen, thank Brilliant. you for your time. It was uh, great chatting finally. <laughs> and, good, uh, no, good. I hope we'll be in, in touch soon again.
1: Thank you very much. Thanks for your time, Philippe.
0: Great. So now you know how to learn 30 different skills in 30 days. Uh, it was great talking to Stephen. Uh, it was long a We We uh, we followed each other online and I thought this is a really great topic. So if you want to see how uh, this 30-day project runs. It's uh, hashtag PRBullets for you on Twitter. Uh, Stephen also regularly hosts uh, interesting PR chats uh, on Twitter as well. And uh, do uh, check out his uh, his blog at uh, watts.co.uk. Uh, of course, all the show notes, you can find them on www.wagthedog.fm And uh, for next week, we are going to discuss uh, Crisis comms and um, online influencer uh, programs. We're going to discuss uh, public affairs as well. Uh, So a couple of nice topics coming up. If you like the show, please go to iTunes and give a review on this episode. Uh, Very important for uh, the continuation of Wag the Dog FM, so please take a couple of minutes to do that. And until next week, do the right thing. Keep the peace.